on Hogwarts, a Harry Potter podcast made by kids for kids. I'm Daisy. And I'm Vaughn. And today we're talking about Chapter 5 of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, the Order of the Phoenix. So, yeah, the last time we recorded something was last Sunday. Last Sunday. As normal. As normal. But we were talking about the secrets of Dumbledore because we didn't actually have a chapter last week. So, that was great. Vaughn, have your feelings changed about The Secrets of Dumbledore at all? No, still not a very good movie. Have you watched a lot of, like, YouTube commentary? I have, yes. A lot of, because you watched the entire... Super Carlin review. Yeah. Um, it, it was really, like, a lot of them said, it, it really was just, like, a hot mess. Yeah. No spoilers in case... It's like, how can we, how, it, like, a lot of other people agreed as well, like, how can we insert useless information into this and yeah. draw out the movie as long as possible because we don't have any I actual content? Happy, I would have been happy if the movie was an hour and 30 of just, like, just good stuff. Like, it could have... Why did it have to be two hours and 30? It, it like, probably could... Yeah, it probably could have been, like, ten scenes as opposed to as many as it had. Yeah. The important stuff didn't take that long, but then the unimportant stuff did take long. It did. So, it was just, it was a weird movie. But overall, if you haven't seen it, I still recommend going to see it. Like, people at school will ask me, like, oh, have you seen this? What did you think of it? Because they're going to go see it. Like, I have a friend who's seeing it today, and she asked me on Friday, she was like, like, what, is it good? And I'm like, I don't even know how to respond. It's not I'm good. Like, I'm like. It's not good, but you should still see I th- it. Yeah. I think if you're a Harry Potter fan, you should go see it. That's what I said. I was like, you should see it. But I think you're going to notice a lot of inconsistencies with the other, like, Harry Potter books and Fantastic Beasts books. And, um, the movies, uh, like, Super Colin Brothers, they pointed out that in, like, a lot of, like, a lot of the creatures from the Fantastic Beasts movies aren't even in the book. Fantastic, the illustrated edition of Fantastic yeah. Beasts and Where to Find Them. It's just, like, it's very like, actually oh there's some things we forgot to put in this book so we're just going to come up with these new things yeah and yeah so how would you yeah actually i think you already did yeah just tell people if they ask you if you should see this and you're like eh, it's not actually that good just say like if you like harry potter go see it okay so i took these chapter notes like last week so i'm i'm kind of forgotten what happened in this chapter but it's basically like Harry getting acquainted with any, everyone in the order, right? Uh, pretty, oh, I think that's part of your, I think that's your chapter. Yeah. My chapter is just like, I want, I want information. I want, got it. And Ginny pouts Ginny, about Ginny not pouts. getting to know information, and that's All pretty right. much it. So first sentence is, you're my dear old mom. Yeah, said Sirius. Very fulfilling first sentence. Mm-hmm. I prefer the first sentences where they're like very descriptive. They're like, "It's winter in Hogwarts, and everyone is Christmas." And Jimmy <laughs> had just been murdered. Yeah, that kind of thing, <laughs> rather than something. The morning weird. looked rather bleak. Yeah, I prefer those kinds of um, first sentences. It's very weird. I don't know if you get this too, but it's very weird to switch between talking about Fantastic Beasts and Harry Potter. Because Harry Potter is like the base canon. It's like the base information so i feel like it's like old or like i'm more comfortable with harry potter does that make sense no 
How does it not make sense? I mean, no, I guess it kind of no, makes. Does it make it. sense to me? But I get what you mean. You know what I mean? Like you don't get it. That doesn't apply to me. But you understand. It what it I understand what you mean, but it doesn't apply to me. Okay, got it. Because I I think I prefer Harry Potter or Fantastic. Because I don't. I personally don't view the wizard the like the Harry Potter franchise as just like. It's mainly about Harry Potter because yeah. it's like this entire timeline, and like Harry Potter is just like one minor blip in yeah. that in, in the entire thing. So like he, and even even though he is a blip, like and he's very important. It's not just about him because there's a lot of different storylines going around him at the same time. We're just mainly seeing his, and then what he sees in other people's. But yeah, that, I think that's that's what I'm saying though. Like. I feel more like, I guess like at oh you know like Hogwarts is my home, but it's true. Like I feel like more like I guess at home with the Harry Potter books, and then Fantastic Beasts books is like all this new information. If does that make sense? I I understand that, but yeah. it doesn't apply to me. I do want to reread the Harry Potter books soon. That's I think that's gonna be my summer reread. Daisy, come on. The issue is I'm gonna be on vacation almost every week of the summer, which is not a complaint. This is I'm getting out. Grateful. This is getting out of hand. No, no it's not. I want to reread my. I want to read my illustrated editions, but I don't want to take them on vacation. So we'll see how that ends up going. Anyway, so Sirius um explained to Harry that this was his family's house, and that he thinks his mom put a permanent sticking charm on the back of her portrait. Why would you do that? So 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 you're forever immortalized with your home. That way that way your that way your ungrateful and garbage son who has been disowned from your family won't throw you in the garbage. Got it. That makes sense. Because I, I was having that same fear. I was thinking in the future maybe that would happen to me. I think any rational person has that has that yeah thought at some point. They walked down into the basement kitchen where the order had been meeting. They quickly cleared up the parchment that was on the table with meeting notes because they didn't want Harry to see what they had been talking about. And I still don't really understand why it's an issue if Harry knows or not. The issue with Harry knowing or not is Dumbledore doesn't want Harry to know. Because he's too young? Because he, uh, um, he, Dumbledore thinks keeping Harry in the dark will help. Okay, with his big plan. With either his big plan or just Harry, personally. Got it. They walked, uh, we already said that. Everyone sat down at the table for dinner, and Sirius introduced Harry to Mendundas Fletcher. Molly said that if they all wanted to eat, then they would have to help. Everyone got up, except for Harry, Sirius, and Mendundas. Mendundas apologized to Harry and said he only left, um, Privet Drive, I guess is what, that's his street name. He only uh-huh. left Privet Drive. Because he had an, a business opportunity. What kind of business opportunity? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Guys, really there was this really that. extravagant house. And you you see, I was in, it definitely invited to go there for a party to mm-hmm. to discuss jewelry. But yeah. uh, it, I don't, I'm telling you guys, there was a party. I, I couldn't pass this up. Could not. Was, uh, there, there, there was definitely people in that house, and I definitely had a key. Definitely. And had been invited. Um, so they knew I was going to be there. Definitely. Harry told Sirius that this summer, or his summer, had been lousy. And Sirius being Sirius, this is the, I got really big, like, strong vibes from Sirius here. They're like, no, Harry's my brother, not my, my nephew. Because this whole time, Sirius is like, you know what, Harry, you think your summer's been difficult? You've been expelled from Hogwarts, like, your wand is going to be snapped. 
you know, of the mentors you just thought could die. But, like, dude, my summer has been even worse. That was serious, this entire conversation. So Sirius said to Harry that he had been stuck inside his house for a month because the ministry was still after him, so he would have welcomed a Dementor attack. This man. I don't get serious. Do you think it's, like, bad for Sirius to act like Harry's, like, brother? I don't know. I mean, honestly, does Harry at this point in his life need a father figure? Maybe he just needs a friend. True, but, like, should Sirius be treating Harry like a friend? I love that they add in the movie when Sirius just goes, My son, James. Yeah, that was really good. That was a really good addition. Um, probably one of my favorite lines that's added to the to the movies, but not in the book. Harry told... Or, Sirius told Harry that no one had lived in the house for ten years, and his job was to clean it. Mundungus asked if his cups were real silver, and Sirius said yes, that his family crest was also on the cups. Mundungus said that the crest would come off, though. <laughs> and then he started, like, rubbing. It's so blatantly and started, obvious. <laughs> and then he started, like, I think, rubbing the cup with the oh, cloth. God, get it off, get it off. I need to <laughs> pocket this. Fred and George sent the finished food flying onto the table where wait, wait. everything spilled. And Mundungus is, like, so, like, oh, uh, valuables. Why didn't he just get one valuable? Duplicate it. Ooh, I don't know. There's spells that are that. But can... I feel like that's Ron. I feel like I talk about this so much. We need a magic. Wait, can theory. can wait can can the Gemino curse or can Gemino spell duplicate coins? Gallons? Okay, but Vaughn, there has to be some sort of rules to to Gemino because if it if it can if it can duplicate random stuff, why do they have to buy anything? Why can't they just go into the store, duplicate something, and walk away with it? Why does they? Why do they have to manufacture anything? If they just make one, they can duplicate it forever and ever and ever. Wands? They can literally just duplicate wands. Uh, 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 All okay. this different stuff. That's uh, then I'll. Uh, we need to make a theory. We'll look into it. Okay, we'll look into it. Yeah. Um, Molly started yelling at the twins that none of their brothers had caused this much trouble. She is, Molly is very angry in the scene, and I don't really understand why. Wait, you didn't, you didn't say friend George said. No, I, I did. Oh, okay. A little bit ago, but she's, like, constantly upset with everyone, and she basically starts listing off everyone, every, every one of her sons. She's like, Bill never caused this much trouble. Charlie? Charlie never caused this much trouble. That one Percy. child I forgot. And then he says, she says Percy's name, and everyone goes quiet, and Bill said, let's eat. To break the tension, I guess. Tonks entertained Hermione and Ginny during dinner by changing her nose after every bite. Mr. Weasley, Bill, and Lupin were talking about goblins and the likelihood of them joining Voldemort. What is the likelihood of them joining Voldemort? Like, I don't know if there would be any gain, but, like, do they join Voldemort? No? Do they? I don't think they do. They don't. They don't. I don't really know if there would be any advantage for them to join Voldemort or not join Voldemort. It's just kind of like, yeah, we're goblins. The but end. they do, like, accept Bellatrix into, like, uh, so, like, they do, jo- they do sort of join Voldemort. Um, like, the Death Eaters are allowed into Green Gods. It's not much of a spoiler. Yeah, that's not. So, don't be just, concerned. Yeah. M- um, Mendogus was telling Fred, George, and Ron a story, and when he was done, Molly said that that was enough, because I guess what? They, they were laughing a lot. That kind of thing. It was like... <laughs> Molly's like any fun should just be no illegal. Fun. Uh, so yeah, that's enough, guys. 
Molly threw a look at Sirius, and Sirius explained to Harry that she doesn't like Mendungus, but he's in the Order because he's very loyal to Voldemort. And also, Mendungus knows, like, because he's a criminal, he knows everyone, like, in the criminal scene of, you know, Diagon The Wizarding Alley. World. So he can kind of get some underground information, maybe from Death Eaters to Voldemort, or Dumbledore. I feel like the Order puts too much trust in its members, if that makes sense. And wait, so why, why is Mundungus so, so bent on stealing stuff from his known Order members? Wizards uh, could literally just apparate into each other's homes, grab something, and then appar- just apparate. There's probably some sort of apparition barrier in certain places. I think. Well, I mean, certain right. places, but not every like, place. Like, isn't there one on Grimald Place? Like, Death Eaters can't just apparate in? I don't know. There's something on it. I know there is. Uh, but, but, I mean, like, not every single place is going to be able to is gonna be able to have an apparition barrier. That's true. Because, like, then every, no, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what he's. But I think like the average wizarding household would be able to. You'd be able to operate in. Yeah, I think I feel like like I said, the Order of the Phoenix, Dumbledore just puts too much faith into his members, specifically people like Mundungus, because he's very unpredictable. Maybe maybe he maybe he knew what Mundungus would do. Mm, Maybe he just brought him along for one specific reason that we don't know. But all the other members, like, how does he know that Tonks isn't gonna go? join the dark side like he doesn't even know tonks well, she's, she's kind of an ignored she's just kind of well she they, they probably knew her prior i feel like there's certain people that you totally can't trust like right mad eye moody the the weasleys but what about like the weasley kids you can't just them knowing where the order meets i know right compromise them any of that kind of stuff maybe percy knows does percy know he could i assume know, so right? yeah so it's all very compromising information that they're just kind of letting. Yeah, it's kind of. It would have been a good like sort of thread as far as the storyline, if like Percy had Percy had accidentally leaked to Fudge like the Order's location. That that would be interesting, yeah. Because I feel like Percy was probably there for a certain amount of time before he decided to leave them. Yeah. And where is Percy living is the good is the real question. I'm here. sure he has enough money to He's just squatting at the burrow. What? I'm sure sh- sure he has some enough money to buy himself a nice residence court quarter in uh, in the wizarding world cuz he is after all the assistant to the the prime minister. Prime minister. That's that's true, yeah. Everyone after everyone had eaten dinner and dessert, Molly said that it was nearly time for bed. Sirius said, not just yet. Not just that, yet. And said that he was very surprised mm-hmm. at Harry. He said that he would have thought that the first thing Harry would have done is ask about Voldemort. Harry could feel the whole room tense. He, he, Sirius is asking for it. Sirius is asking for it. Why do you think he's asking for it, though? Like, does he just... You know what? Here's the thing. Because he wants to exercise Sirius, his right to yeah. tell Harry. Okay, Sirius has cabin fever. Because, like we said, he's been in there for a month without leaving Mm -hmm. and he's probably just really upset like very angsty kind of thing yeah and so he's just like you know what this is a really good opportunity to get into a fight and molly molly i love molly 
But in this chapter specifically, she's, she's very, I'm, very annoying. I'm Harry's mom, so you need to listen to me. Which isn't true. Which is basically Which is what like, she's saying. I don't know. She's probably the closest thing he has to a mom. I'm right. I, I, I'm right, but there, everybody else is opposing me, so I guess I have to rely on you. Yeah. Basically. Harry said he did want to know. Oh, wait, no. He did ask about Voldemort, but Ron and Hermione said that they weren't allowed to tell him since they weren't in the order. Molly said that they were too young to know. Sirius asked since when someone had to be in the order to ask questions, and that Harry had a right to know since he had been stuck in a muggle house for a month. And it feels like, it's like, I say it feels like a lot, I suppose, but Molly tries to keep these things from Harry that that seem like they're common knowledge. Like what? Like, what are they, what is, what do they need to tell Harry about Voldemort? Like, what is going to come out? I wouldn't just confirm. I don't information that maybe Harry couldn't handle. But information about what? Like okay, because maybe I think I think maybe Dumbledore didn't want Harry to learn this information because well, he didn't want Harry because he didn't want because he didn't want Harry to go out and find Voldemort on his own. What is the information? Exactly, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, okay, okay. Um, mute for a second. I'll tell you. Okay. So most of the information is pretty useless. It's just, um, but there's one large bit of information that Molly just cuts Sirius off from saying. I'm not going to say it. We find out later in the book. So wait until then. Yeah. So yeah, which, but, but in my opinion, it's just like, seems like common knowledge that they should be telling Harry that he already kind of has a right to know anyway. But some things they shouldn't, they, they're, Maybe. they shouldn't tell Harry. I mean, yeah, I mean, some things. Because like Harry you know, does it does tend to do some vigilante But I'm, like, I feel like you can tell Harry of all these other people that you've told. You've told Mundungus Fletcher, but you can't tell Harry. Um, Fred and George complained that they hadn't gotten to know anything, but Sirius said that that was for Molly to decide. Molly entered and told Sirius not to tell Harry anything because it wasn't his place to, and Dumbledore didn't want Harry to be to- uh, told too much. Sirius said that he was Harry's uh, godfather, and Harry wasn't a child, and he had gone through a lot. Who do you think has, like, the right here? I think Sirius does. should be able to... Sirius. Why Sirius? Because he's Harry's godfather. Like, I know that. But Harry's connected with him much more than even Molly, even though he's been with Molly more. I feel like maybe Lupin should have the uh, the call here, and the only reason he I does say make that he is, does talk at the end. Yeah, the reason I say Lupin is because he seems like maybe the only rational adult in there, or like someone like Mad Eye Moody. But we all know Mad Eye Moody would just be like, "Yeah, tell him whatever you want." Like, oh, I don't care. That would be my yeah. Opinion. Lupin is pretty unbiased. Lupin would just be like, "You know what? You deserve to know. Here's what you need to know. We're gonna keep a couple things from you." Sirius would tell him everything. Molly would tell him nothing. Yeah. Um, Molly retaliated, saying that he wasn't an adult either, and wasn't James. But Sirius said thought that, that Harry, Harry was James. What? what? Molly retaliated, saying that Harry wasn't an adult, oh, okay. and he wasn't James either. Sorry, even though he looked like James. Even though, okay, got it. Molly eventually relented and told her children to leave the room, but they all argued against it. Arthur told Molly that she couldn't make Fred and George leave because they were legally adults now. Ron said that he couldn't go to bed because Harry would tell him and Hermione anyways. Molly told Ginny to go to bed as she stormed off. That's just, yeah, like, so sad. She's the only one that um, can't know. I mean, it is sad, but... It's, like, obvious information. 
she should stay. She's only a year younger than them. I know, right? They're probably going to end up telling her anyway, right? Yeah. So... Harry asked where Voldemort was, and Molly said that nobody knew, and he hadn't killed anybody to lie low. Molly also said that Dumbledore had a prediction of Voldemort's plan, which is to rebuild his army. They said that in Voldemort's day, he had tons of creatures and wizards at his command. How do they know all this stuff? Like, who are their inside control? Oh. They lived, they were alive during Voldemort's time. No, I'm saying, like, right now. But, they, isn't it revealed? Is it what? revealed in this chapter that Snape is, no, wait, it is revealed in this chapter that Snape's in the Order. Yes. But, so we know that he's on our side. Because, yes. Because, like. Okay, let's we'll talk about it later. Okay. Um, um. In our analysis, in, in case there's spoilers. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? How do they know any of this stuff? It's Dumbledore has a prediction. Um. Well, I, I was thinking. I, I thought you said something else. Just keep going. Okay. Their current goal was to convince people to, that Voldemort was back and to help fight him. They said that the Ministry and Fudge believed Dumbledore was lying and trying to get Fudge's job. The Ministry had been hiding what Dumbledore was saying because Fudge didn't want to believe that Voldemort was back. Which is probably where Percy's like anger towards his family yeah he from. he probably also doesn't believe that voldemort's back because he just doesn't want to yeah and then his whole entire family is like his whole entire family is saying like no percy he's back and he's kind of probably facing these like who do you choose your family or the prime minister right yeah when your family's saying one thing and your prime minister's saying another you're you know especially when you're someone like percy because like, percy was like a little bit was kind of young during yeah, Voldemort's time. And Percy cares a lot more about social standing. Yeah, than, than actually does. Yeah. Like Molly and Arthur are perfectly happy where they are, but someone like Percy is like, no, I like I have to be the top. Yeah. Um. They also said that it was difficult for members to spread the word because they could be fired from their ministry, like Tonks and Kingsley. They were fired. No. They could be. Oh, they were in... Okay. Kingsley was also in charge of finding Sirius um, and had been feeding the Ministry false leads that he was in Tibet. Um, Harry asked how Voldemort was going to recruit silently, and they said he would use blackmail, kidnapping, letter letters to operate in the dark. They said Voldemort was after something that he didn't have last time, but M M Molly cut off Sirius there. Ooh, what's he after? Molly ordered everybody to bed, but Harry argued and said that he wanted to join the Order of the Phoenix. But Lupin said it was too dangerous. And last sentence. <laughs> uh, one by one, they stood up, and Harry, recognizing defeat, followed suit. Oof. I bet Ron and Hermione were upset that they were only allowed to find something out when Harry finally showed up. I know. So, there are no movie views for today, so we're going to take a two-second break, and we'll be right back. We're back. Okay, so for our Hogsmeade Journal, there isn't, like, any real news, but I just want to say a quick reminder, you need to go and see The Secrets of Dumbledore. I mean, so I wouldn't say need. Well, no, you should go You should go and see it so that you can listen for a review. I mean, if you don't want to see it, and if you're not you probably should. not going to see it, I would just watch, I would just... You'll be lost if you listen to our review. There's one piece of information that, that, you, that you could just sum up the entire movie in. Do it. I could sum There's up the entire movie in one sentence. Okay, so well, okay. Everybody, spoilers, please click off immediately if you're going, if you don't, haven't seen the movie yet. Or if you plan to. If, or, and if you plan to. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Um, how to sum up the movie. Go ahead. Okay, the gang 
Are you trying? Are you attempting this? Okay. So okay. So okay. Uh, Grindelwald uses a chillin to uh uses a chillin to fake an election, but they're stopped by New and Co. Um. Yeah. Okay, well, I would not use that. I would say blood pact was broken. The blood pact, the blood pact is such a dumb on, thing. Hold on, I'm gonna say the, it, blood it was, pact is broken. Semicolon, credence equals Aberforth's son. I it, it is so astronomically stupid the way they broke the blood pact. They, it was not explicitly said in what way they yeah. broke the blood pact. It was just like just I, I guess this and. Some world of logic makes a sliver of sense, so no, I guess we can yeah. use it. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't make. Sense. It made no sense. Break it by fighting. They are. They are. They're Their reasoning for this is, um, Dumbledore. Dumbledore sought to protect, and Grindelwald sought to kill. What does that mean? Yeah, that's not good. It's such a weird. And then the way they broke it was to have a duel inside of the blood pact. I think it was inside and of the, the blood pact. They're boring. They're very boring duels. That was a really Everyone's boring just duel. Constantly operating. It's the like it, time. they could have done so much better with it. It, like a good wand duel, is like a good Star Wars lightsaber duel. Yeah, you have. Yeah. It's got it. Like, <sighs> they expect Dumbledore to have a long hair in the next movie. So what happens is, so this movie takes place in 1935, as far as I. As far as I know, it takes place in 1935. In 1938 is the year that Dumbledore goes to the orphanage to meet Tom Riddle. And that is the year that we see in Half-Blood Prince when Dumbledore has long hair and then kind of like a longer beard. That'd be a really good note to end like the final movie on. Like, oh, I'm gonna go... Like, no, kids. like, the, the, there should be, like, an epilogue in, like, the final movie where like he goes to visit Tom Riddle. Like, maybe a post-credit scene? Yeah. That Maybe not a post-credit so scene, but like just like right after the movie, because nobody would stay for the post-credit scene. I mean, because not post because they don't usually do post-credit scenes. They've never done a post-credit scene in the Harry Potter movie. True. Like I would just do it like um sort of like a epilogue, like say like in the end of the movie, put epilogue and then have well, Dumbledore going epil- to see Tom Riddle. Epilogues at the last movie, not like. Like I could write a script for the epilogue. I could write a script for the whole entire next movie. But I don't know what I would put in it. Like I don't the know very final, like the very final scene in the epilogue could be like he knocks on the orphanage door and he's like, "I'm looking for Tom Riddle." But the thing is, and then the movie ends. What 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 sucks about this movie a lot for me is that Crimes of Grindelwald it leaves you with big questions, right? You're like, okay, who is Aurelius Dumbledore? How is he connected? That was the biggest question. Secrets of Dumbledore doesn't leave you with anything. It leaves you with logistical questions like. So Jacob's wand is a piece of wood. It's it's it, it's it, it, it doesn't leave, even it work. Leaves you with that kind of question, or like, what's the deal with this new alternate in, like, mirror universe? I, I saw, but in but in, it, there's no big question. In one of the reviews I saw, like, it this is true. They just gave um uh Jacob a wand for the trailers. <laughs> yeah, kind of. It it was useless. Their mission was useless. It made no sense. Yeah. Clearly, we have a lot to say about the secrets of Dumbledore. So. Like, hire a new director, man. Yeah, maybe they should. Or maybe they should just stop letting J.K. Rowling write those scripts. Maybe. She's she clearly can, not working. Or she can give them information, but someone else can write it. Because some of the dialogue seems unnatural, too. Like, and then, why? Why? What was the purpose of that girl's accent? What, what was her name? Lolly. Lolly. 
Valley or whatever, that her accent. I also heard that Dumbledore's accent was changing a lot throughout the entire movie, but I never heard it. I never, like, recognized, like, oh, his accent sounds different, but I heard that that's a big thing. Like, every scene, he decides he wants to do something different. All right, we'd better start on our analysis. So today we're talking about the Black family. And maybe we're doing this a little bit early, because the next chapter is called The Noble and Most Ancient House of Black. But, but it's, a, it's a bit of a precursor. It's we're a precursor, fine. right? Um, And then next, I don't know what we'll do next chapter, but this is what we're doing next chapter. So the Black family... Who do we know in the Black family? Vaughn, list the people that we know. Like, who are the most prominent Black family okay. members? Sirius Black. Bellatrix. Or Regulus. Oh, Regulus. <laughs> Regulus. Narcissa. Andromeda. Narcissa. Andromeda. Was Lita? Lita? Oh, she was, was, was she, she original? Was she was a strange, okay. Um. I don't know. Uh. Phineas Nigellus, okay. although I don't bring him up in this analysis. He was a headmaster of Hogwarts, I believe. Alfard Black? Yep, Alfard. I'm just reading off the... <laughs> just reading off the doc. Doc? Yeah. Okay, so the Black family is a part of Salazar Slytherin's Sacred 28. So the Sacred 28 is a list of 28 wizarding families that Slytherin deemed pure-blooded or just pure. And we're going to have an entire analysis on the Sacred 28 eventually, but that's just a brief overview. So families like, I'm pretty sure the Potters are in the Sacred 28, the Longbottoms, the Abbots. What, what's difficult about the Sacred 28 is your 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 options for marrying or marriage is very limited. Yeah. So there's going to be some incest there. And you have to hope that they're in like within that 28 families, there's someone like your age or like in that spectrum that you can marry. It's very... I yeah, yeah. but the, that that's only if you care about keeping it the sacred twenty eight. Because obviously James was a Potter and then didn't marry someone who was in the sacred twenty eight. So, the noble and most ancient house of Black were known for their status, wealth, and devotion to pure blood philosophy. So they like very strictly followed Slytherin's ideals, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, you can read the rest. Uh, any traitors to these beliefs within the family were burned off the family tapestry, which dom- documented the black family tree. And so we're going to go into the most notable black family members who were burned off the tree and what they were burned off for doing. So Alfred Black was Sirius's uncle and aided Sirius when he ran away from home to live with the Potters. He was, he was considered a traitor for providing Sirius with money to start his new life with. I don't know if there's a uh, Wizarding World article about Sirius Black. Like, I really hope there is about his childhood because at the most of most of what I know about Sirius's childhood comes from like a fanfic that I read a couple of years ago. It's a fanfic. How would you know anything? Exactly. It's like no, that's I mix up a lot of what I read and then what's actually true with that fanfic because it was so well written and yeah, you can. So did Alfred Black help him? Really? I don't know. No, Bailey. no, I saw that in an article. I saw that in a Wizarding World article. So he actually did. Okay. This this isn't all written from my memory. There was an article involved in me writing this. Andromeda Black was the sister of Bellatrix Lestrange and Narcissa Malfoy. She was burnt off the tapestry for marrying Muggleborn Ted Tonks. And that is also Nymphadora Tonks' mother. And Ted Tonks dies in Deathly Hallows. Part two, I believe, because he goes on the run with, doesn't he go on the run with, uh, what's it, Dean Thomas? Who? 
TED Talks? Or? Yeah, the TED Talk. Okay, right? Because they're all camping, right? Uh, in the woods. Uh, Harry is. And they, like, hear a bunch of people. And there's, like, a goblin outside. There's TED Talks. There's Dean Thomas. And they get caught by the Snatchers. Bon, you Dean know what I'm talking Dean about. Thomas gets caught by the Snatchers? Yes. I didn't remember that. Yeah, he does. I promise. It's true. And in that group is Ted Tonks, and Ted Tonks dies. Dean Thomas doesn't die. But yeah. Sirius was the first member of his family. Wait, how, not... wait how is Ted Tonks alive? He died. He's a muggle-born. Just... Did Dean Thomas die? No. Ted Tonks did, though. But... Ted Tonks got caught. Dean didn't. But I did, but Dean didn't, 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 didn't yes. get caught. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm confused. How was, we, how, we've never heard of him before. Yes, we have. When? Ted Tonks? Yeah, no. Deathly Hallows Part 1. Okay. And it's Tonks' dad. Why didn't she ever mention him? He, she does. She names her son after him. Okay, fine. Sorry. On. Okay. Sirius Black was the first member of his family to not be chosen for Slytherin House. He was burned off the tapestry when, at age 16, he ran away from home and began to live, live with James Potter and his parents. He did not agree with their beliefs regarding blood status and the rules of the family. Many black family members are named after stars. Sirius is the brightest star in the night sky. His name comes from the Greek god Sirius, uh, Greek word Sirius, which means scorcher. The star is also known as the dog star. Oh! Like his animagus. Like his animagus, yeah. So ancient Egyptians did not bury, bury their dead during the 70 days when Sirius could could not be seen because of the sun. Um, and they did this because they believed that the star was a doorway to the afterlife. <gasps> I know, we know where this is going. Right? Oh my gosh. So this is linked to how Sirius dies by falling through the veil, which is a doorway with a link to the afterlife. And... Yeah, so it's like, isn't it crazy? Like, I feel like even though it's obvious J.K. Rowling found that information yeah. and based his character off of that information, I like how it—it's just it very nicely ties on. And like, the veil isn't this like absurd thing. Yeah, it's actually like interesting. So, I think that's cool. The star is also seen as a warning that bad things are gonna happen, and this is like how Sirius shows up in Harry's life. Voldemort is about to take power, like a warning. And this is from the Iliad uh, from, by Homer, and you can read that. It's about the dog star. Sirius rises late in the dark, liquid sky. On summer nights, star of stars. Orion's dog, they call it, brightest of all, but an evil portent, bringing heat and fevers to suffering humanity. Next, on to Regulus's etymology of his name. Uh, Regulus stems from the Roman word rex, which means prince, which is exactly how Regulus was treated by his family. Rex, which means... Oh, I have okay. no idea. <laughs> uh, Regulus followed his parents' beliefs about pure blood, bloody... Bloodlines? Okay, they yeah. said pure bloodiness. No. And eventually joined Voldemort as a Death Eater. Yeah, so I guess they really liked Regulus, like his parents. Didn't it? Isn't there some sort of feud between Regulus and Sirius? There was. Regulus becomes important, right? He does. Okay. Yeah, so he was very, I guess, important to his parents because he obviously, like we said, followed their beliefs. Um, he just was, like, the model son. 
like he was like a foil to Circus. He just didn't follow his parents uh-huh. at all. Regulus is another name for the alpha, for the star Alpha Leonis, which is the star on the heart of Leo. He ended up proving himself worthy by dying to destroy one of Voldemort's Horcruxes. Which Horcrux? The um locket. Where is that? Is that the one where there's the, the what's it called? The um. It opens up. It's a locket. It. No, it, I mean. It makes people feel bad when you wear the. When did he? When did he? How did he like? Wait, it makes people feel bad. If he destroyed it, though, how did... He didn't destroy it. He tried to. He just found it? He found it, he tried to destroy it, and then he died. Got it. Um, Bellatrix is the feminine version of the Latin word Bellatrix? Bellatrix. Bellatrix, which means warrior and is an eruptive star in Orion. The Bellatrix star is the one that is on Orion's left shoulder, which is similar to how she's second in command to Voldemort. Narcissa was Bellatrix is little sister and also followed the black family black family beliefs though she never became a death death eater she married one and also really quickly her name even though her name is like one of the only ones that isn't based on a star because hers is a flower Mm. narcissa flower narcissa is the feminine version of the name narcissus who who saw who was a character in greek mythology that loved his beauty so much that when he saw his reflection in a river he stared at himself until he died the Greek origin of Narcissa means sleep or numbness, which is fitting as she always blindly followed her husband's mistakes. So that is it for what I have at least written down. Is there anything, like, we should probably, do you want to talk, I don't know, is there anything we could talk about relating to the family where it's like, let's talk about Narcissa for a second. Because you know how her ideals are a little bit like, even though she kind of follows Lucius, like, she doesn't ever become a Death Eater. No, she Why doesn't. Why do you think she doesn't? She, I think she's she just married Lucius just to make her family proud or for like safety. Yeah. She never. I don't think she truly actually loved him. But why do you think she didn't become a Death Eater? Because she didn't want to become a Death Eater. She just felt the pressure to be perfect for her family. She wasn't like that. I think she, she was just like that. serious, but she she pretended like she was. Like she the way want, they wanted her to be. Yeah, like, she didn't want to be burned off the tapestry. Yeah. That kind of thing. She wanted her family's approval, but she wasn't really like that. And then, you know how she tells them at the end, like, oh, you know, Harry's dead. Yeah. Even though he wasn't. Do you think that that was entirely selfish? Or do you think there was a part of her that did it? There was a part of her that definitely that did it. Um, but, yeah. Interesting. Okay, so I think that is it for today's episode. Again, guys, go see the Secrets of Dumbledore um, so that you can listen to our review because we're probably going to be talking about it, like, a lot just because we're so passionate about this. Well, we're going to include spoiler warnings, definitely. so don't feel too much pressure to I mean, watch it. I mean, you should definitely try to, or at least see it when it comes onto a streaming service. Like, I, and I imagine it'll be on HBO Max soon, so get HBO Max. I cannot praise you. And, like, it's more. always, like, a lot cheaper ch- to just buy the movie on Prime. You can buy it for $20 yeah. as opposed to, like, going to the movies. Like, like with I your family like, yeah, and spending, like, like 100 I don't like theaters that much anymore. I think I might prefer staying at home and watching movies. I prefer theaters. I don't know. It's just, they're just not that fun. Because I feel like at home we can just tell everyone to be quiet. But in a movie theater, everyone can be loud and you can't really do anything about it. And it's in the comfort of your own home. Mm-hmm. Alright, so that is it for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to leave us a quick review and rating on Apple Podcasts. 
um, our website. Help us out. Our website, InsideHogwarts.com, is going to be updated soon, I promise. I just have to sit down and do it. I'll probably do it next weekend. And email us at InsideHogwartsPod at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought of the movie, because I want to hear your thoughts, guys. And I think that's it, so we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check back every Tuesday for another episode of Inside Hot